everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. like a mixture of dust and egg <laughs> egg yeah it's been hanging up in my wardrobe for eight oh i don't know so obviously accumulated some smell that i'm not um, a eggs. fan of that's a little bit worrying mm, it's very odd okay. um okay hi everyone and welcome to the first official live yesterday's live no <laughs> just the beginning it's just a welcome it's the beginning of my mental breakdown is what it was <laughs> but now we are here we are childless emma has done her talking things at ifs and um we are ready to say officially officially welcome everyone um and think that we're not going to shut sign ups for um another day or two so i think we've got a few more to trickle in but welcome we're so happy to have you um as emma kind of touched on yesterday this is the easy method is so much more than just workouts and calories and protein and step goals it is what we want for all of you is to completely change your mindset around diet and exercise self-care what a lot of people now call wellness (laughs) um basically taking care of your body and your brain and living your best life, getting to a a body and an activity level, a fitness level and a strength level that you're really happy and amped about um, while at the same time, you know, being able to, I don't know, go and see friends and family and not have to track every little thing and not have to wake up in the morning and hate yourself because you, you know, ate 400 calories more than you, you know, should have done. Like, no, that's not what we want. This is a big, holistic lifestyle, big picture, long-term approach. And we guarantee that if you use us and you tag us and you you watch the lives and you you do what we tell you to do, this is not a dictatorship you will get the results and you will keep them um and your whole life will change and we know we feel confident saying that because we've done it for thousands of women already um emma any welcoming words i think that was fucking amazing and also i'd just like to caveat that i'm very tired and so i've noticed that recently when or just in the call before this when i blink i'm just shutting my eyes for a little bit longer just to get the most out of that blink um so I'm probably not going to be as articulate as Chloe, but that was awesome. I think it does articulate everything that we want the EC method to be. One thing that I think is really important is that you take the pressure off. The big difference between the EC method and probably diets you've done before is we're all about imperfect action. We're all about doing what you can in the situation that you're in and not using, not being able to be perfect as a reason to give up. Cause that's usually the problem that people have. Like, oh, well, you know, the one day I gave my calories, then there's no point doing anything. Like we want to hammer that out of you. And, yeah. and this is long-term results, right? So you don't need to put on like so much pressure to nail it from day one. It's like, these are changes for life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in that vein, exactly what Emma said, go, everyone go back and listen to my first episode of my podcast. I think it's called I don't know how to get long-term results to get and maintain long-term or something. And I, 
draw on like various stages of my pre and postnatal journey and what I learned and how it's made me a better coach and how it's applicable to clients. And I essentially like in a nutshell, it's exactly what Emma just said. Okay. Can't be perfect, but what can I do? And that's how you get results. And that's how you keep results. And as Emma said, mentally accepting that and being like, okay, it's fine. I can't do everything. Like it got like, again, it goes so much more like, okay, well, I can't eat this, but I can go on that walk to get just more mentally being like, it's okay. Every day is not going to be perfect, but I can do a lot. And the difference between the people you see and Emma and I know, because we've been these people who yo-yo and the people who manage to get and get and stay in shape. It's not genetics, although genetics always play a part in how somebody's physique looks. Absolutely. But it's not genetics. That's not the deciding factor. It's that mental attitude. Okay. But what can I do? Okay. So I'm really hungover and I can't go to the gym. So I'm definitely not going to, but what can I do? Um, okay, I've got the questions up. Do we have anything on Alivarudu? Do we've got loads of people just saying hi, and then Jenny, hello, my lovelies from 4 p.m. live for for us. Uh, hello, my lovelies, love a 4 p.m. live for us Americans and other time differences. Can't wait to keep up going. Lost count of how long I've been here. For all the newbies, you will love it here. It's the best decision you've ever made. Love that, Jenny. Thank you. Claire, hi all. Very excited for my round three. Very motivated to get to maintenance this round. Welcome, newbies. Atmosphere in the group is buzzing already. Um, good morning, lovelies. I've missed you. So glad I had the Clemmer podcast to keep me going over. Jen, hi, everyone. New to this. I'm really excited to get going. Uh, been having a lovely, helpful chats in the group already. And loads and of I'm not going to read out all of those, but hi. Just hi, 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 hi. Um, hi. Jump in. Sam Beak. Sam is a grad of ours. Not urgent, so don't worry about this one for the first live. Well, you were the first one to <laughs> ask. So first up. Sometimes when I do an ab exercise, my stomach sort of goes into a point slash cone in the middle. Yeah, this is called doming or coning. I think the Americans say coning and we say doming. Anyway, does that make any sense? Yes. Uh, my abs are pretty strong and I'm 10 years postpartum, so I've got no issues there, but I wasn't sure if it was a form issue or just something that happens. Samantha Johnson, another grad, and also one of our before and afters that we just churn out there because it's so impressive. Uh, mine does this, I saw a physio and it's my weak core from childbirth. Well, no, it, yes and no. It can be exacerbated after childbirth, um, but it's pretty normal. It's um. It's called doming um, and it's basically what happens when you don't manage intra-abdominal pressure. Um, so what you would want to do is engage your TVA, that's your transverse abdominis. And that think of that like it's your innermost ab muscle and it wraps around you like a corset. And if you engage that and then do your ab exercise, which is what you should be doing, and you should also be doing this in your lifts, then that doming, that intra-abdominal pressure will be managed and that doming will stop. Um, so that's what you need to do. And here is how you do it. <laughs> I swear I do this on like every other podcast we do. So imagine you're going to get punched in the stomach right now and you'll kind of feel oh, your stomach get really, really tight and really, really hard. And that is your transverse abdominis engaging. And that's the answer to that question. Emma, anything to add? No, you nailed it. Okay, fab. Let's go. Becky Togneri, Togneri, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I like it though. Emma, I have heard you say that you feel sluggish after you eat food and I definitely feel this. 
at work after lunch. Is there any tips to improve on this? Even with a high protein lunch, I struggle to get back to it. And then Sarah says, I struggle too. Um, and I also tend to have low carb lunches. Uh, if you go for a walk after, that's been a game changer for me. Okay, Emma. Um, yeah, I don't know if this was taken slightly out of context. I don't think I ever said that I get sluggish after eating any food. Um, usually after eating too much food, I think most people do. After eating mm -hmm. a lot of carbs during the day, I tend to as well. Like I definitely feel more tired after lunch if I've had like a big carby lunch compared to like a lower carb lunch, especially starchy carbs. Um, so certainly not if I'm like, oh, I had some fruit with my lunch. I'm not like, oh, I'm so drained afterwards. <laughs> like, you know, like a big sandwich or like a load of pasta at lunchtime. I do sometimes get like a bit of a dip. Um, so low carb lunch definitely helps me. Um, and then just not eating too much so that you're a bit lethargic and like, oh, like overfull. Definitely excellent tip if you can get outside even for five minutes just to kind of like waking yourself up stretch your legs a little bit fresh air massively helps um and then the other reality of this is that sometimes days are long like for example I'm really tired now now if I just had a meal I could attribute the tiredness to that meal but realistically it's because I'm tired you know <laughs> like it's because I've had a really long weekend and it could just be that you're tired in the afternoon because you don't sleep that well or you've had a long day by that point and maybe you're someone who gets up at five in the morning which means that yeah by 4 p.m if you've been on the go all day like you're going to be a bit tired and that's like a normal human thing it's not necessarily anything to do with the food choices that you're making but those those couple of tips could could be something that helps a hundred percent and yeah it's really normal I do think sometimes we people are like oh my god I get so bloated after eating it's like yeah so does everyone like sometimes yeah it's just part of the human condition Physiologically, not psychologically. Right, anything on the live? Mm, 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 mm. Um, oh, yeah, we do. Oh, wow. Okay, whoa. Um, can I ask where the Food Bible is? Absolutely everything is pinned to the featured, which used to be announcements. But anyway, right at the top of the Facebook group, there are a couple of posts that are like under featured check out the website there everything is on there you need to, this goes for everyone you need to watch the intro video or nothing will make sense that's the first yeah. thing you need to do um more important than any other thing is that um okay tamsin ladies back for some good stuff quick reassurance for newbies and my most precious lesson so far i'm just back from a week in delicious italy and apparently when I weighed yesterday, I had quote unquote put on three kilograms, but today I've lost 0 0.5 kilograms already. So go figure. In short, I've learned to enjoy indulgences when I get the chance, as I know it's not all the time and I know it's not all fat and it will come off once I re-engage. So you can enjoy yourself and look after yourself. Thanks, you wizardly ladies. Glad to be back. Excellent lesson. Right, Olivia. Hello, ladies. So excited for round two and making a live. Um, that was a long two weeks without you both. Missed you. Listened to the Grad Reset podcast and did my reset document this morning. A great exercise, but whoa, was not expecting the trigger from the Jason Vale juice diet. I did this when I was 20. And what a mess that has left me in. Scared to eat a lettuce leaf at the end of it. So 
so relieved to be long gone from those days being taken in by nonsense and safely in your knowledgeable hands. Oh, everyone's so nice today. Okay. <laughs> If we have an exercise question, do we go to direct? Yes, just tag us in any questions. Um, Karen, can I ask about reformer Pilates? I've been doing this three times a week recently and it has been a game changer for me, re-back and knee issues. Uh, do they work on the same sort of theory of cable slash continuum? Uh, what would you class this as endurance or strength training? Thank you honestly somewhere in between like it will strengthen your core it's certainly not endurance because you're not going to be using like you know you're rarely heavily out of breath and really using your heart and lungs which would be more endurance type exercise so yeah it's going to be somewhat strength training but like probably this kind of its own thing you know yeah oh. yeah it's a it's core core strength it's core strength it's a very specific it doesn't obviously fall under the whole bracket of strength training and you know yeah but it is a, it's a core strength thing and yeah you're I mean I, I, I've lost count of the amount of people who are like changed my life is it Pilates or Pilates we still don't know <laughs> what did I say Pilates Pilates yeah. all my all my really really hot friends do Pilates Pilates I feel like it just attracts it's Pilates because we're really hot obviously Oh god, yeah. I'm so I had so much fun on the reformer. It's like my self-imposed roller coaster. I was like, <laughs> my video was like, Chloe, stop. Uh, okay, Elizabeth, dearest question. Before restarting here, I was seeing a physician specializing in nutrition. She gave me an eating plan with lower calories, about 1300. It was working well for me. Can I continue with it? Or should I go with the suggest suggested 1,600? I'm 64, I'm 69 kilograms, I'm aiming for fat loss. 1,300 calories is way too low. Yeah, you're not going to be able, you might be doing it now. That's got like short-term solution um, stuck all over it. Why don't you like um, come up to like a 15 to 1,600 bracket or yeah. even like 13 to 1,600 bracket and just start to slowly. Because that is, the thing is, is that, you know, that, it, it's f fine like if it's working for you right but it's it's not going to work long term and then you're going to have this massive pendulum swing like it's kind of a less extreme of what was just being said about the jason valjuice diet you can't do that forever and then what happens is even if it's subconscious you develop all these issues with like what you can and can't eat and you know and even just calories in and of themselves so what we kind of really want to do again full cycle like how we were saying at the beginning is really ease your mental enjoyment of this the, the realization that you can have both you can still go on a night out and get in and stay in great shape you can still you know have, go out for lunch once a week with your family and not track everything and order what you want to order and get and stay in shape like we want to really kind of pull you away from this all or nothing mentality and that kind of approach is only going to buy into it mm -hmm. and normally what happens with those approaches is you see quite quick results and then you rebound Right. And mm -hmm. this is where the whole thing of like diets don't work, diets fail. And it's like not if you take a long term approach to this and you live your life while you're losing fat, which is our whole kind of motto. Like if you're on 1300 calories, you'll probably have to sacrifice quite a lot to stick to those calories. Like if you want to go out for a meal that day, like you, your whole kind of week is going to have to be based around like one meal out unless you're going somewhere that's very low calories. Right. But if you're going out for like 
your average I don't know tie or something your whole mm-hmm. week is going to be basically like manipulated around that what we want is you to be able to not overthink those things to go and enjoy your life to eat a little bit more sometimes a little bit less other times to make compromises and not sacrifices that way you enjoy the process that way that way you don't have to be as impatient because you're not sacrificing stuff and putting your life on hold for fat loss so it might seem like you're getting quicker results initially but it's not a good thing in the long term okay Lex hello both this is my first round and very excited to get started I'm going on holiday for 10 days next week what advice would you give for enjoying the holiday but sticking to goals I have a hotel gym so I'm definitely taking gym gear and plan to do a few sessions um I would say I mean look we're all different we can't really tell you what to do you have to decide what approach you're comfortable with but in terms of workouts like for me when I get on holiday I normally like to have a couple days just to bed in I'm not like getting there and immediately going to the gym or waking up the next day setting my alarm to get to the gym like it's nice to bed in and after a couple of days, be like, you know, sleep and rest and adjusting to where you are being like, okay, I'm going to try to get a workout in today. Failing that, if you don't want to do any workouts at all, just be active, swim, walk, explore, just move. That's fine. You know, and then if you're like, I don't know, day five, oh, I actually quite feel like getting a workout in. Great. But as long as you stay active, that's the main thing. Obviously, workouts would be great, but it's up to you. And in terms of food, it's exactly the advice we give everyone, just maybe with a little bit more rope towards, look, I'm on holiday. I'm not going to be like dieting on 1500 calories for the next, you know, 10 days or even five days. And then I'll have a refeed at whatever. Like it's it's the same approach that we tell everyone just with a little bit more slack. So you say I'm going to be really smart with my breakfast and, and lunch and dinner for it. This is an example, you know, and make sure that I really center my meals around protein and veg, you know, I don't know, omelets for breakfast and salads for lunch and, you know, whatever. But then because I'm on holiday, I'm going to choose my indulgences and I'm going to enjoy a few drinks or I'm, you know, I'm going to enjoy the ice cream or, you know, both, whatever. Um, and again, this is an example, but you decide with everything that I'm saying is an example where, where your push and pull is for you, for your enjoyment. And it is about very much having like a healthy, fit, active lifestyle approach while going on holiday and enjoying it. One thing I would say is in this isn't, I wouldn't leave this up to you. I would tell you this as your coach, don't track because all that's going to happen is you're going to see it you're going to see it go higher than it and then you're going to go fuck it and that's not what we want we want a mental approach of actually I'm just going to be really fit and active and healthy and then I'll let the chips fall where they may and then I'll come back off holiday and I'll get on with it then couldn't agree more um okay oh and also don't weigh yourself as soon as you get back just get back straight into routine do at least five days in routine and then if you want to weigh yourself you can weigh yourself yeah yeah and I would even say like a week to 10 days like but yeah I completely agree with that never ever and same with any of you who do track your cycle and a lot of people you know won't but for those some of you will for those of you that track your cycle when you know that you're coming into your luteal phase stop weighing in like there's just no point you're just gonna you know and and the thing is is that I, we could be like well it's not I, some of you might be like well I don't really fucking care about this in which case fine but the vast majority of you, if our coaching experience is anything to go by, are going to be like, oh my God. And then we're like, you hormonal? And it's like, yeah, I'm due on in two days. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. And on top of that, like you're way less rational at that time as well. So yeah. it does seem like the worst thing in the world. And it does seem like nothing's working for you anymore. And everything does feel a little bit harder. 
and uh yeah it's just not worth putting yourself through that okay um caroline love joining live hi emma and chloe so excited to be back welcome okay ali bar um hi both probably a stupid question but if i'm only able to do home workouts is there an order in which i should be doing the routines no you can do whatever order you want to do it all we would say is try and do at least one of every workout and ideally we really want you to train three to five days a week um and never do the same workout two days in a row and that's it mm-hmm. okay Karen hi I'm wondering how you tailor physique goals I see all the workouts in the app but how do I know which are tailored for me so the great thing about exercise generally is that what works for one person works for everybody like the basics of basics because they work if you look at any good even like elite level bodybuilder like their splits are quite similar and they're they're alone I mean there's different ways that you can do things but they're going to be doing like squats deadlifts lat pull bicep curls shoulder press shoulder like you know lateral raises like the, the same stuff works to build muscle the one thing that you could add is if you do have like we often suggest people do a quote unquote bonus workout right so if I'm like I really want to work on my shoulders. I might do a couple of extra shoulder exercises on that day. Like maybe I'll go and do 20 minutes cardio, 20 minutes extra shoulders on top of what's already programmed. But the thing is, I think it's such a good question because so many people think they need a workout program that's specific to them. And the vast majority of people don't. we're also just just the umbrella of everything i'm saying 100p but just the umbrella under this the workouts that we've given you are for strength fitness and physique this is we want you all to get strong get fit and to grow muscle um and uh, evenly all over your body like you know in a nice in a nice physique way um so it's not like you're like, oh, how do I tailor the, the workouts? I'm looking at all these lifts and actually I've got a marathon that I'm trying to train for, which is a different conversation entirely. But Emma, carry in, phys- in terms of physique, 100%. Emma, carry on. I have to go for a wee. Okay, enjoy. Okay. Um, Jill, are we meant to weigh in every day? Okay, so you can if you want. My like Our general rule is like you either weigh in first thing every day, so first thing in the morning, completely naked, go to the bathroom, weigh yourself every day and you take the lowest weight of the week and that's your weight that you're comparing week on week. Weight will always fluctuate and actually a lot of people find that very eye-opening in a good way because they're like, well, I've done everything right and my weight's still fluctuating. Like it cannot possibly be a change in body fat. Or if you're like, do you know what? I know all of this. I've listened to you guys. I know that the scale weight isn't representative of changes in body weight, sorry, body fat or body composition, but it still completely puts me off and it ruined my day if I'm like half a pound heavier one day. Don't weigh in, just weigh in every 30 days. Or final option is just don't weigh. Look at progress photos, look at other markers, but then bear in mind that we have less data, right? So you kind of have to, I say trust the process a little bit more, but the process 100% works. Like if you stick to the targets that we've given you, you'll get the result that you want or you'll get the result that you've you've told us that you want. Um, But yeah, those are kind of your three options. Don't weigh in at all and look at other progress markers like progress photos or measurements and then performance in the gym or weigh in every 30 days. Again, it's less accurate than weighing in more frequently, but at least you're not 
just randomly getting like once a week spikes or weigh yourself every morning first thing and take the lowest weight from the week what are you eating i found a hubba bubba in my bag <laughs> That's i don't know you were, yeah. like, just just guess that would have been like my last guess on earth i don't know how it got there i don't know hubba bubba but it's there this is mine now i'm about to blow a big ass bubble for you bitches right you get chewing i'm gonna go for another question um katie hi both excited for my first round of the easy method after listening to some previous episodes are there any recommended supplements to take i don't currently take any previous multi-bit but didn't find any benefit um, <laughs> a few things here you won't feel any benefit from multivitamin unless you're massively deficient in something so these aren't often things you can really feel generally the supplements that we recommend are vitamin d in the winter omega-3s because not many people get enough in their diet and creatine those are the, the kind of top three and then if you want to have like protein if you see that as a supplement then a protein shake as well yep nothing to add i took the hubba bubba because it's just too intense to do a live in a podcast do a bubble? no because it's too much emma like it's like fully like in my mouth I often try and do it, then you just spit it to the other side of the room. Too vigorous with the bubble. That is a, it's a monstrous okay. piece. I've got that wall bit or extra. Um, Tamsin, holiday advice, totally. Although I get a kick out of weighing in every day. Sorry, weighing in the day I'm back and seeing the change so quickly to remind me of how thick all the scales are. And it's not all fat, but also bloating, food volume, etc. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Lou. Can I split up my workout throughout the day to minimize fatigue payback pre-existing health conditions? Um, I would just start with lower workouts, right? So if you're if you're someone who struggles with like chronic fatigue or any kind of like fatigue, um, then I would start with like doing half the workout and then mm-hmm. see bar and then see if we get it's not a race like you know if you're someone who struggles with chronic fatigue as well that if you like if you do too much and cause a flare-up you can be absolutely out of it for weeks it's way yeah. better to do like quote unquote too little or just like a very small amount and then like, okay my body can handle that I'll do a little bit more okay right no I think I'm comfortable here maybe I'll do a little bit more there's absolutely no need to be trying to do the full workout and you'll probably mess yourself up, up a little bit yeah and I would also say not only you know halving the workout like Emma said but also giving yourself like two days of recovery I'm sorry I haven't washed my hair in like a week giving yourself two days of recovery after that workout to monitor your body and how you've responded to it before then going again and as Emma said we can slowly slowly build we have time okay um how would you incorporate peloton into the suggested workouts um i would say if you really want to do peloton and you like it it's weird because it kind of straddles that middle ground between endurance and resistance well it doesn't it yeah it doesn't kind of it does um so it, it might impede or impact recovery a bit what i would say is that you don't train the same muscle group two days in a row so i don't know i know that i don't have a peloton but i obviously know that they have like different workouts if it's like i don't know a specific part of your body don't train that body part two days in a row and the second thing i would say is every other day it so maybe do 
one of ours, a Peloton arrest, one of ours, a Peloton and arrest. Um, and is that right? Yeah, Peloton arrest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just try and split it up. I'm like, <laughs> six how many days are there in the week? Oh, yeah. yeah. Seventh day of choice, day of choice. I mean, I would prefer if you have a physique goal, as in like, you know, your aesthetics and stuff, but also for all the reasons I've already mentioned, we'd, we'd rather that you did maybe one more of ours and one less of Peloton, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there a minimum amount of water you recommend we drink? Can't remember. Is that Kate's Happy Tales? No, it's Elizabeth Carrero Labis. Did uh, I can't read? I'm sorry. All I heard was from Russia. <laughs> what I got Elizabeth right. Yeah, and Elizabeth. Really cool name. It's like Carrera Carrero La Bastina. Where's La Bastina. She, where's she from? Huh? Where do you think she's Spain? from? Spain or Brazil? Okay, let us know, please. Um. Yeah, a minimum amount of water. We, I would, we say, look, we don't, we, no, there, there isn't, we don't, we're not going to give you a specific amount of water that you have to drink. We are going to tell you that if you're starting to train more and you're starting to get up your, your neat, your non-exercise activity via steps or whatever, however it is you're choosing to do it, cycling, whatever, obviously, and the fucking heat at the moment, obviously it's important that you stay hydrated. Um, a nice rough ballpark that to go on would be, for example, 0.5 liters per feet of height rounded up so i'm i'm five foot i'm five foot um six or seven i don't know somewhere in the middle um so i would uh that would be like 2.5 for me 2.5 to right but but that's just a really nice rough ballpark for an active individual we don't actually really care if you're thirsty drink drink and if you're not don't and Mm. and also similar question from kate's happy tales on here so i'm just gonna answer that there as well yeah, totally agree. I think one thing that's quite useful is to have always have a glass of water with your meal, partly just to slow you down a little bit. Um, and often, like, people overeat just simply because they eat too fast. Okay, Sonia, yeah. uh, been listening to you both for years and finally took the plunge and joined. Question, if I can only fit in two of your workouts in, should I do the whole body ones? The two classes I do are whole body ones also. Um, question back to you are you doing home or the gym workouts because the other thing and I almost caught myself saying this just a second ago a lot of people fixate on a week and like it is generally a good period of time but if you're like oh I'm going to do two of the gym workouts I'd rather you still did push pull legs and rotation even if it took you one and a half weeks to get through that rotation um and yeah so I don't know if you're uh, doing the, the home or gym. Um, I'm doing gym. I don't have a full body. I don't think I have a full body. Okay, we'll be gym workouts. Yeah, so do push-pull legs in rotation, even if it takes you slightly longer than a week. Fine. Um, okay, Elizabeth says, my family is Spanish, but I live in Mexico, but you got the pronunciation in the last try. Yes. La Bastina. One of my best friends is 
is um, Spanish. She's called Mariana and I call her El Diablo. And every time I see her without fail, she goes, hola guapa. And I'm like, stop, I love you so much. I actually asked her for the first time the other day, like, is that hard? being the only Spanish person in our whole group of friends we've got a big group of friends and she's like yeah it is she's like I was actually really surprised when I met you guys that there was like not one other Spaniard here I was like really I didn't know any Spanish people other than you but she's like yeah sometimes I feel like a real outsider I was like babe <laughs> anyway okay next question okay um thank you for answering the workout question following on from that if fat loss isn't your goal do we still all follow the same calorie type goals i'm struggling to get my head around all the different goals slash numbers of days we train etc but we all follow the same formula make sure you've watched the intro video because we cover this here so no you won't be on like we you won't be on fat loss calories if fat loss isn't your goal in terms of building muscle the workouts will be the same whether you're in a fat loss if wherever you have a fat loss goal where you want to maintain as much muscle as possible or you've got a muscle building goal like the same stuff will build as maintains but your calories will be different so please 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 take the time everybody to watch that video it's mm-hmm. way more it here because it literally goes step by step through it as opposed to little chunks here yeah watch the video and then if and i said this in my post which is also pinned featured as well after behind emma's one watch it and then if you're stuck tag us and we will make your coaching more bespoke for you but 99.9% of people are like oh I get it it's yeah yeah um Jenny's just saying that she missed a sexy Chloe top bun removal I haven't washed my hair in a long time so it's not very sexy right now Emma how's your new haircut going down uh, yeah, it's all right. I mean, I don't love it because look how I love it. It's very short. It's not. It's also got a curl in it now. Is that because you've had it in a bun for two days? Yeah, that's because it's also not been washed for a while. Um, yeah, and it's been in a bun. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, oh, but I have. Um, Faye, if my hairdresser Faye is listening, managed to maintain not having a knot in it yet. Oh, and that's, that's partly because the the hair that was knotted has been removed <laughs> I mean I think you need to leave it this length I think it really suits you and I'm here for it okay thanks I don't think the length was the problem to be honest because the knot was quite high up like it still might happen I just need to be quite careful were there any hotties at IFS um no no, there were there were loads of hot people, but um, obviously I'm I'm not interested in that now. So I'm, I'm if I was if I was single, I would be going down to every conference expo thing I could find and just being like, where are the fit guys at? <laughs> was there many fit guys? Yeah, probably. I think the audience was more women. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I mean, obviously, look at the people that they're going. For it's like those girls love that man oh yeah um okay Jen I've already been strength training twice weekly for the past year using a plan created with a PT I enjoy this routine and I've seen good strength and physical results from it is it okay to keep doing this in the gym twice a week and then supplement two home workouts please if so what should my structure be? FYI, my gym sessions are both full body, not push pull with an emphasis on compound lifts. 
Also, I run regularly in case it matters, usually 1.5 hours per week, spread across two sessions. Thank you. Emma, you do that because it's all in front of you and I feel like it, by the end it got spiraling. Um, the only real question is which two home workouts should she do? And she has how many a week with a PT? There's two with a PT and it sounds great. Like they're full body. She's working on compound lifts. She's improving strength. And then she does some runs, which equate to about 1.5 hours a week. So two hours on top is perfect. Yeah, just do just do a push and a pull. Or if it's body weight, do an upper body and a lower body. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, mm, mm, mm. Sorry, I'm joining this late. So apologies if already answered. I'm doing the home workouts, aiming for three per week and don't know which workouts to start with. Okay, so again, ideally, we, I, both Emma and I, um, in terms of the gym and home workouts, I want you doing, ideally, one to two push and one to two pull a week. I, in an ideal world, two of each, never back to back. That's what, for me, in the way I've programmed it, would be ideal revolume. But as Emma was saying with a previous question, if you want to do a push, a pull, a push, and then the next week do a pull, a push, a pull, that's fine. So, yeah. But it, look, and, and I'll just be honest, in an ideal world, those of you doing home-weighted workouts, I want you doing two push, two pull a week, to be honest. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Someone just commented. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh man, I'm not. I'm not okay today. Right. Okay. Someone just commented saying, "Just realised who is you remind me of Emma, a young Amber Valletta. You're her double." So I googled her. Okay, so in some photos, right? But this is the main photo that comes up. No. But then show me another one where you do look like her. Wait. Let me just get my face. Oh yeah, she's really fit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Also a young. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, hey, do you know what? I'll I'll take that. Oh my god. I actually think you're prettier than her. Oh stop. Okay. Well, it's true. I mean, maybe, maybe in this photo where she looks not so great. Okay, right. Let's move on. Jill, Chloe, I have the push-pull legs in my exercise and also some knee-slash-back sessions, which I assume are to cover injuries. Do, do I just do the back-knee routines? Yeah, so Chloe's done, like, knee and back-supported routines, which have less impact. So if you are injured, those are the best workouts for you. But don't mix the workouts, please. So don't do, like, push-pull randomly, a back-supported something. Like, just stick to one routine because the way that we've programmed them you have to do that routine to hit all your body parts. Yep. Okay. Um, Karen's just saying she's actually a top model. <laughs> yeah, me too, Karen. God. Um, right. Emma's prettier. I'm just going to call it. Emma's prettier. Right. Um, I don't have any home weights and I'm doing body weight workouts due to being unable to get to a gym. Is it still possible to achieve decent results? Yes, if lockdown taught us anything, it's that yeah. body weight exercises can get you phenomenal results. And honestly, especially as a woman, because for most people doing a press up is harder than like 
don't know, chest pressing the eight kilogram dumbbells or something. So yeah, it's absolutely possible to get very decent results. Okay, um, Joanna, hi, I realized yesterday my protein intake was very low. So looking different ways to bring it up to hundred grams. I'm a veggie, are all protein shakes bars created equal? I have fuel in my cupboard, it's 150 calories and 20 grams of protein. Is it okay to make up protein from these sources too? Yes, and those macros for Huel sound good in terms of like protein to calorie intake. Um, say with bars, like you're looking for something below 250 calories with at least 20 grams of protein. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, up yeah. to date. Okay. Oh, no, wrong one. Hang about. Hang about. Hang about, mate. Um, oh, my God, I feel like these, these old women having an art. They weren't old. That's really bad of me. Middle-aged women having an argument at the gym today in the courtyard. <laughs> and, like, two of them came around and they joined another group of them. And she was like, I never said that. I would never say to anybody, I don't like you. Who says that? I would never say that. And she was like, look, I'm not saying you did. I'm just saying that that's what she said is that you you pointed at her on the court because they all play tennis, obviously. And you said, I don't like you. And she was like, she turned to this whole group of women. She was so dramatic. She was like, who would say that? Tell her I wouldn't say that. Who would say that? And she was like, she said, and you believe her. You believe her over me. And I was like, guys, you are like, in your 50s slash 60s you need to calm down with the drama and then she's like and you're believing her you're choosing her side over mine and she was like I'm not I just said now she needs a new tennis partner so I said I would play with her I don't know I wasn't there and she was like well you weren't it was so funny everyone in the courtyard was like, mm. like staring oh, down at their anyway okay Emma Gold please can I have some guidance to get me back on track I've been sluggish and lazy this summer and I'm really disappointed in myself and then she has the workout question. Okay, so Emma, do you want to just, um, is the reset, we don't have it for newbies, do we? It's just grads. Just grads. Okay, so it's fine, Emma. Like you had a summer and you were sluggish and lazy. More power to you. That's fantastic. But now you're like, actually, you've joined the EC method because you want to make changes. Um, I presume because whether it's internally and or externally, you don't feel great in your own skin. So... I want you to sit down with a pen and paper and I know people are like oh pen and paper but it really works like it translates what's happening here out into reality and it gives you a plan right in front of you so pen and paper and I want you to be like okay how many workouts a week can I do whether it's at home or at the gym and again ideally we want you to work to three to five but if you have to start one to two we all start somewhere and be like what days and times can I do it a lot of people are like oh it's easier for me to train on the weekends is work and then I'll pick one midweek day or oh I like to go before work or I like to go after work whatever it is then you say to yourself how can I get my activity levels up like I like for a basic health target for my clients to be hitting 60k total steps per week really if you're talking about like fat loss and physique like anywhere between 70 and 100 and the higher end is going to be organic like dog walkers like one of the girls with Kate I was just talking about she's a dog walker so she'll be on the higher end of that um whereas some people again like who have a fat loss or physique goal um will probably be more on the 70 to 80 spectrum of it um and be like how can I be more active in the day and just simply getting up and moving around whether you're sending emails whether you're sending messages whether you're on the phone walking to the local shops instead of driving if you're in a city especially obviously it's not super easy if you're in the country 
taking the stairs more, whatever, doing a little bit of you know, 10 to 20 minutes of cardio after your lifting. How can you get that up? And then be like, okay, this is my goal. This is what I want to achieve. I'm going to start on the higher end of a deficit and feel free to tag Emma and I, but let's just say 1800 calories. And what is that going to look like in terms of my day-to-day food intake? What do I like to eat? Da, 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 da. And then just doing the best you can, like waking up in the morning with a plan, executing it. And Emma and I always say this, you know, there's amazing data and evidence behind the fact that if you wake up and you immediately make a, a good decision, real goals for that day. And in this context, it would be like having a, you know, healthy calorie appropriate breakfast or going for a workout, you're much more likely to carry that on throughout the rest of the day and then week and then month. Um, and not freaking out if something goes a bit awry one day, you miss a workout. It's not the end of the world. You can do one tomorrow or the day after. Or, oh, my God, you know, you you accidentally had a bottle of wine with your best mate who's going through a breakup. Like, OK, fine. So you had 300 calories extra. You know, it's it's not the end of the world in, in the grand scheme of the week. It's not it's you didn't throw you don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just get the fuck on with it. Um, and yeah, you just need to sit down, have a think and make a plan and don't be scared to start small and build. Absolutely nailed that. Right, okay. let's through the rest of them on the live as well. Um, Julia, hi, gorgeous one. So happy to be back and have really missed you guys over the last few weeks. Despite being about 100 calories over in the last couple of weeks, I've more or less maintained my weight. I'm guessing that gives an estimation of what my calories should be when I finally go into maintenance. Is that right? I've got a little bit more fat to go, but very nearly there now. Um, yes, technically, but just remember how inaccurate tracking is. So a lot of people do this and they're like, oh, you know what? I've been tracking 1600 calories and I'm maintaining my weight. So that just must mean my maintenance is 1600 calories, even though I weigh, I don't know, 80 kilograms and do 10,000 steps a day. Like it's absolutely not, but what you've been consuming, which is probably more than 1600 calories is about your maintenance especially if you've been weighing yourself every day and you've got like a consistent weight week on week. Um, so just, I guess my point there is really don't get too bogged down in the numbers because I think people can, can just feel quite like depressed around the calorie number that they have when in reality, like it's normally that you're consuming a little bit more than that. Yeah, nothing to add. Um, Okay, I've uh, Melanie, I've been super consistent with diet and exercise over the last three weeks and I lost 3.5 kilograms while eating 1700 calories per day. Should I continue on 1700 or come up to 1800? 1700 is absolutely fine as long as you're not feeling too restricted. Um, and we really like kind of ranges anyway. So if you're like, yeah, anywhere between like 1600 and 1800 calories, honestly, and people hate when we say this, but for most women, that will work like people are like so specific about their own calorie targets but the reality is it's not very accurate but having a ballpark figure is useful and for the vast majority of women or at least like anyone who's anywhere around kind of average 1600 to 1800 calories works right definitely works for me definitely works for the vast majority of clients that we've worked with it's not a magic calorie target that's going to get you results it's the consistency based around that um okay Anya is it possible to do some of the exercises separately instead of doing superset I go to a very busy gym and once I get hold of machine you have to hold on to it absolutely fine the supersets are really just there to speed up the 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 gym session and to make it a little bit more interesting it makes no difference if you do them as a superset or not 
Okay, Sarah. Hey, really sorry if I missed this. I have a really bad back at the moment, which I'm going to physio for this week. On the PT app, there are back and knee workouts. Did you say these are the only ones I should do, like the same one over again? No, you've no. got low, right? Yeah, no, no. If your back's currently like injured and you're like, shit, I need to go to physio and you've got an appointment this week, don't train at all, I would say. Yeah. Don't train at all. I go to your physio, get them to assess you. They'll probably give you some rehab work and then come back to us and we'll talk. Okay. Um, right. Susie Humphreys. Hi, I'm happy with the plan and I found all the information and workouts. All good. However, I'm having a mental wobble with the amount of calories, having spent years digesting the message that you need super low calories to lose weight and thus keeping to between 1800 and 1200 calories when dieting. I'm struggling to convince myself that I'm not going to put on loads of weight at 1800 is there anything you can help with this mindset apologies if this is an impossible question it's not impossible question at all in fact it's really good um i would say the biggest and most obvious thing is take like zoom out a little bit has that worked for you you're bearing in mind you're here to lose fat it hasn't right so you need to do something different and it's like simple as it is like nothing changes if nothing changes you've tried that approach you've tried it numerous times it sounds like it does not work long-term. This is the approach that does work long-term. And what do you have to lose from trying it? Nothing, mm -hmm. right? So just, just give us 30 days. Get your head down and stick to those targets for 30 days. And this goes for everybody. Like you can overthink these things. And then that usually what trips people up, right? They change something every week or they're like, didn't lose weight in two days. So dropping my calories again, going back to what I normally do, which doesn't work or realistically you wouldn't be here right you need something consistent and we're here to obviously support you and reassure you but 1800 calories consistently is going to get you far better results and you're going to enjoy your life far more than trying to stick to a thousand odd calories uh, here here and like just a couple of thoughts on that as well like I feel like if you're having watched the video and we're telling you based on your stats that you should be on 1800 and you're here with a fat loss goal and you feel like it'll only work if you're on 800 to 1200 as emma said it's obviously not working for you it's obviously not the right approach and we go right back to the beginning of this live when we're talking about what we do here differently on the ec method if you trust us and you do what we're telling you to do and you execute the calories and you execute this is another point just a kind of sub point in my point no one ever talks about expenditure. It's a, it, There's two sides of the equation. You know, you're doing, you know, hitting a step count, like I say, 60K health, 70K closer to fat loss and, you know, uh, you know, anywhere higher than that. Great. I kind of like a cutoff point at around about 100 unless it's super organic and natural for someone. Um, and but you're, you're, you're nailing the expenditure side of it then and you, we we also have protein and fiber targets for you, which is already going to see through the pharmac effective food you in slightly more of a deficit than you would be if you were making up 1800, 1200 calories a day from avocados and nuts, for example. So, which is actually quite fibrous, but anyway. Um, 
So it's really, really important that you see this as a big picture approach. You see this as a long-term approach. You do the things that Emma and I are telling you to do. And I promise you the difference here is that you will A, get the results and B, you'll manage to hang on to them and you'll never have to go back down to that 1200 again. And even if it takes, say if I were to crash diet a client on 800 calorie, um, on 800, fuck, sorry, 800 calories over like eight weeks, they would bounce straight back after Whereas if we were to do it on 1800 calories um, for the next, you know, you, you would still get the same results. Maybe it would take a few weeks longer, but you'd still get the same results and you would manage to maintain it for the rest of your life. So it's really important that you try what we're telling you to try. Excellent advice. Um, okay. Sarah, even for me, reaching 10K steps will be a huge improvement for me. So we'll focus on that just now to see what the physio says. Yeah, 100%. This is Sarah with the bad back. So let yeah. us know what the physio says, and then we can adapt things based on what you can do. Yeah. Um, right, Lisa. I avoid, or should I avoid, low-fat products going forward? I've a few bits to use up first, i.e. yogurt and cheese. No, there's no need to avoid those. No, we don't care if you have high fat or low fat. It's, as long as you're enjoying your diet and you're in your calories, whatever. Yeah, agree. Okay. Okay, yeah. well, uh, my nanny's back with my baby, so I have to go now. Emma, oh. go get some sleep, my dear. We will yeah. be back. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll, we'll post in the group the day and time um, that we will be back. And I've got about five tags to get through. So I will be getting back to all of you who are waiting this evening. Um, just a very quick one. Last question, I promise. Sorry if it's a silly one. I plan on going on the treadmill for a little extra cardio at the end of the weight training. Last time I was here, Chloe suggested I do this on an incline. How much of an incline? It's, it's, that's like saying how heavy should I lift I don't know I don't know how thick you are I don't know how I mean, you are. realistically put it up to four you'll be fine well, it, depends. it depends how fit you are like, if you're super fit like I was like doing you know like intermittent jogs on a 15 incline today and it was great and it was fine I but you went up to 10 huh no 15 oh um and so you know do it, do it to the point that you're out of breath and sweating yeah, out of breath and sweaty, but can maintain it for 20 minutes or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Out of breath and sweaty, but not like, oh my God, I have to get off. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to die. Like we want you to be able to maintain it. So for me, like I'll do like a walk, I'll five minutes kind of warm up into it. And then I'll jog for as long as I can, which will not be longer than a couple of minutes because I'm not <laughs> that kind of fit. Um, and then I'll come back down to a walk again. And then when I'm like, oh, I should really push it now because I'm like not really doing, I'll do it again. And like, just play it by ear, push yourself, but enjoy it. Um, and yeah. Okay, thanks guys.